is Mary Jordan, reporter with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Um, I'm joined in the studio today by Ben Mead, the owner of Cosmic Cowboy Studio and Cosmic Cowboy Records in Fayetteville. And on the phone, we have Al Bell. He is the CEO of Al Bell Presents and former chairman of Stax Records and former president of Motown Records. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. I sure do appreciate it. Thank you. I'm humbled and honored to be joining with you and uh, Dr. Ben Mead and others. Well, I, I am privileged, <laughs> I'm privileged to be here and be with my good friend Al Bell and very, very flattered. That's all I got to say. Well, you know, we, we have a pretty exciting topic today uh, that I'm really looking forward to exploring with you both in reference to the developing music scene in Bentonville, as well as the regional impacts of that. Um, and I hope you guys could just get me started by telling me a little bit about how Bentonville is trying to make its mark on the music map. You take off, Al. I'll pick up the tail. Well, 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 Bentonville is making its mark on the music map, but let me tell you fundamentally and pragmatically why. Yes, sir. Uh, the, the music industry is beginning to get a real foothold and grow in Bentonville and impact Northwest Arkansas because the governing financial powers, the financial, cultural, business and social leaders and music activists, business activists in that area made up their mind, I found out later in 2016, and committed in 2017 to build a music ecosystem. And they haven't stopped since then. And it has really blown my mind, frankly, at the progress that has been made. I've been coming into Bentonville uh, trying to decide if I wanted to uh, uh, leave the legacy that I want to leave, which is not the past but the future, mm -hmm. in building a 21st century global music and entertainment uh, center uh, in Bentonville with the emphasis paced, placed on uh, a career and artistic development for rare performing artists and unique musicians. I spent a year in there uh, from the latter part of uh, 16, December of 16 till December of 2017. So I saw that period and experienced that period. Now I've seen what has happened and I'm in there every week from then until now and it's phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> it's Glenville becoming that center is a no brainer because yeah. the people are committed to it. I mean, it's, it's, it's attitude, all of the talent is there. The financial commitment is there. The leadership is there. It's, it's there. There's no other place in America like that. Well, you know, and I keep hearing that term music ecosystem um, floating around the community. That's probably the sixth or seventh time I've heard it. What can you tell me about that? What is a music ecosystem? A music e ecosystem is the music and entertainment industry giving rise, first of all, to influencing uh, the, the perspective of an area or a city. Music, if you look at, at, at Los Angeles, Hollywood changed it from just being agriculture to all of a sudden music, entertainment, motion pictures, etc. It broadened that perspective and allowed them to attract other businesses and diverse industries in the area, thus a music ecosystem. The restaurants, the clothing stores, etc. And it was music that was aiding and bringing tourists into the area and putting entertainment in. Well, entertainment excites everybody, you know. Yes, so sir. when you have that kind of environment, it's easy, one, for you to attract more tourists. But more importantly, you help build all of the other businesses. I mean, in Memphis, Tennessee, as we grew stacks, the clothing stores, the jewelry stores, I mean, et cetera, they just started growing as a result of that. And all of them combined make up a music ecosystem. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, Ben, how does Cosmic Cowboy then factor into that ecosystem? Well, Cosmic. Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Tell Cosmic Cowboy because I'll take it away from you and be bragging on you. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a I'm a Fayetteville boy. And and my project is is. A Fayetteville project because number one, I live here. Number two, 
my model fits better here than it does in Bentonville. And number three, my belief is that the ecosystem that Al's referring to stretches 60 miles from north to south, from Bentonville all the way to Fayetteville, all right? Now, Al, just just, just slap me if, if I'm wrong in saying this, but I think we have an entire, I'll call it creative geography going on here, that there's a lot that can go on between this city and the city that we're talking from here now. Um, and in fact, there was, uh, there was a point in time when I had a chance um, to actually build my studio up in Rogers, and I said, you know, I just can't do that. What I'm trying to do um, fits very, very well in Fayetteville, primarily because it's a university town, and I'm trying to foster new talent. Okay, at the same time, with Al's help, I'm trying to refoster um, talent that's been maybe marginalized. And we've talked about Booker T. We've talked about Bobby Watson. We've talked about a lot of people who are um, who have outstanding careers with hit albums and hit singles that we all know about. But it's time maybe to bring them out um, of retirement and um, and bring them back into the public eye. And so. Um, for for my purposes, Fayetteville was a better choice for for me. Um, I also teach at the at the U of A here, and um, and it it just made more sense. So when Al and I talked, uh, at least the way I looked at it was, it's just not about one city. And Al, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on this. It's about an entire system in this 60 mile spread that that we that we have here it's about northwest arkansas sound now what do you think about that oh no question about it it it, it is um uh, uh, here's his you know there's i've heard myself a bit of um i guess it happens in communities you know oh this well we are doing this we're doing that we're doing the other well Sometimes you're so close to it, you can't see what you're doing yourself. Uh, well, and, and I, I'm an outsider, insider, looking from the outside in. And what I see and what is happening, because I've watched it now for two and a half years, spent a lot of time and a lot of money in there paying attention to it and investigating it. But Bentonville becomes as a catalyst for causing that whole area to start moving. And, it, and we are seeing it happen now. Right. Uh, uh, and, and, and also there in Bentonville, you have the infrastructure that's needed in Walmart that allows us to take our music uh, uh, from our artists, the intellectual properties, the clothes, the perfumes, the colognes, et cetera, and make it available around the world. So Bentonville becomes important uh, to that extent. But I also think that, that uh, um, more attention or recognition should be given to the role that the Waltons are playing Dan Bentonville and helping underwrite and finance all of these things. And I'm seeing as I go through Rogers, as I go through Springdale, and without a question, and Fayetteville, because historically Fayetteville is something important to talk about. And what's happening at the University of Arkansas now in Fayetteville, where, where, where the emphasis that they're placing on music, they've always had a music department, but just recently, they just started a a a a a, 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 a new um, what is, in jazz as far as jazz is right. concerned. They announced yeah. So 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 it's it's really about working together. Mm -hmm. And if we work together, and it's beginning to happen, I'm seeing it as we work together. The cities in that area, we can't help but grow because in each one we have assets, and and especially those four areas that I mean, you Fayetteville is 20 miles away from Bentonville. But when I look at Rogers and Springdale, it's right across the street. <laughs> so, 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 why shouldn't we be working together? But what's beautiful about Bentonville is they took the leadership position and caused the ball to start rolling and are in a position to help accelerate the building of a music ecosystem in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, and quite frankly, throughout the state of Arkansas, and ultimately around the world. That's the way I feel about it. 
Well, yeah, well, when we talk about though that starting the ball rolling, there was a thriving live music scene, particularly in communities such as Fayetteville. So, which particular ball do you feel that Bentonville's really getting rolling, so to speak? Well, if if I can could, can I interject here, the the, yeah. the fact that that um, that Walmart and um, Hunt Ventures. And, and the Tysons all pooled resources that opened up the Walmart AMP in Rogers was an outstanding move. Don't yes. you think so, Al? No um, question about it. Uh, be, be, because now we have national acts that are playing in Rogers, Arkansas, that 60 years ago would have scratched their head and said, where in the heck is Rogers, Arkansas? <laughs> you know. That's right. And That's right. Um, um, uh, one, one, one thing, Al, I... I would like you to address that that we've spoken about is that it's is that we're not trying to um, in, in our conversations we're not trying to be the next Austin Texas we're not no. trying to trying to be the next Nashville we're trying to be Arkansas right yes it's Arkansas it's 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 our own sound it's our own identity can you can you address that Oh, without a question, without a question. As a matter of fact, uh, I heard at one point in time that uh, uh, that Bentonville was uh, wanted to become the live events capital, like unto Austin. And as Bentonville started moving in 2017, uh, Austin all of a sudden started taking a look at Bentonville because what they were having happen to them <clears throat> there in, ben in, in Austin was they had live live events, but they were not able to build artists' careers and do the kind of things that you're talking about doing and things that should be done in the music industry that isn't being done, and so there is no future growth. Fr frankly speaking, the music industry, uh, as we once knew, it is dead. How so? I mean, it's, Absolutely. It, it, well, the emphasis now is placed on streaming of music. It, it was digital, and there's still some digital... Uh, and that's controlled by the three major publicly held companies that have really, you know, monopolized and controlled this business for the last 15 to 20 years, which is why it's headed downhill. They lost out after Napster came alive and had new technology. Mm -hmm. And then and then, then Steve Jobs at iTunes. And see, these companies were manufacturers first. When Napster came along, well, Napster was doing file sharing or whatever, folder sharing, whatever you call that. And they started fighting the major publicly held companies, fighting uh, Napster as major publicly held companies do to either acquire them or put them out of business. But they didn't know about that tech world at that point in time. And Steve Jobs went into all of these major companies and said, listen, don't spend your money and waste your time fighting Napster. I will put something in place that allows you to offset and minimize their competition and make money. He said, I'm going to take and put together iTunes and you will be able to, and this was the time when CDs were the, the hot item in the marketplace as far as the majors were concerned. He said, and what you'll be able to do when I put iTunes together, just give me a, a good, good royalty rate on your entire catalog, millions and millions of masters. And he, they gave it to him. He put up iTunes. And they started selling more CDs than ever before because you had to download from iTunes to your computer and burn it to your CDs. Well, these guys were in the manufacturing business, so they were selling more CDs than ever before. Well, he didn't tell them that a couple of years later he was going to put iPod out there and you'd be able then to download from iTunes directly to iPods and wouldn't need to go to your computer and wouldn't need CDs anymore. So that put the major public the health companies out of the manufacturing business, which is what they were all about. Well, Al, ever since Al, let me, let me, would it, is it, let me ask you this, all right? Yes. Back in the, in the 80s, um, it, it seemed to, to me, and I was, I was one of them, all right? That uh -huh. that I started rebuying my record collection on compact disc, okay, and right. then and then what happened was, the big big corporations, bigger than the record companies themselves, saw a profit motive in this. So they bought the record co companies, and it created an artificial spike, okay, in in yes. CD sales, 
okay? Which, yes. Which, which drove the music business down because they didn't do what you and what we're trying to do in Bentonville and Fayetteville do is trying to foster new talent, and that's what killed the industry, okay? And, and what, what we're trying to do here is to foster new talent here in nor- northwest Arkansas, right? Right. So I guess the question is then, with the changes in the music industry, how does Bentonville stand a chance at success? Well, there's not there's a void out there now. You don't have authentic music available anymore, and people at the major companies don't talk about music uh, anymore. Uh, they just they, they 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 just they stay busy keeping up. It's just really dark in in that world. They they talk about metrics and data as opposed to talking about a, a great song and a great performance and releasing it to. The, the diverse music consumers out here, and it's a greater demand for music now than ever before. It's just that the music isn't made available to all of, of the music appreciators. Hmm. The major companies decided a few years ago that they were going after what they considered the millennials at that time, and that was the mass merchandise music, so that just like McDonald's or Burger King, so it would be another one like the other one because their research said to them that that demographic didn't purchase music based on emotions, it was on impulse. So if you had a male artist and you wanted to put this unique male artist in the marketplace, it had to be like that male artist that was already in the marketplace so that that potential consumer would say, oh, oh, we're gonna buy them, I love them because they sound just like. And the lifestyle, the lifespan of those records was five or six weeks and they were tired of it and on to buying something else in the marketplace. And that's what I mean when it's dead, it's wide open, the void is there for authentic music art once before. And people are hearing it, the people are hearing it now. Uh, There's a problem, and I don't like certain things about Spotify as a business model as it relates to the artist, the producer, the publisher, et cetera, and maybe we'll get this worked out but the record companies don't have to pay for any stru- songs that are streamed now. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, because in their re- agreements with the publishers, the recorded music companies, the producers, they pay a royalty based on music sold. Well, in streaming, they're not selling music. They're participating in the subscriptions and participating in the advertising, so they don't have to pay anything. So. It's, for the time being, a cash cow. But the other side of it is what they've done in putting those millions and millions of songs out there now, these millennials and younger kids are hearing music they never heard before. Blues, jazz, classical, traditional country, etc. Music they hadn't heard before, and they're now desiring and wanting that music and looking for that music, but it's not being made available by the major companies. That's what opens the door wide open for us with no competition and, 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 and the voids waiting to be filled. Yeah, and you know, I think that's a great segue, Al, to um, Cosmic Cowboy, because when we're talking about authentic music, that's really what Cosmic Cowboy is all about, isn't it? Right, Ex- exactly. Audio tape, analog, yes, analog recording. Yes. Right, right. No digital yes, anything, yes. no manipulation of the content. No manipulation. Once is what you get. No auto tune. <laughs> If you can't none, none play it, if you can't play it, you're out. <laughs> and how's that? What's the response you're getting from local artists about being Good. able to do that? How so? Well, they 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 so so far they they seem to like it. They just know they have to practice just a little bit harder and and be on their game just a little bit a little bit better. You know. Yeah. Why is that? Well, but be, because there's, I I can't pitch shift anything if, if they're a little flat. I just have to turn their mic off. <laughs> so it's either good or it's I know it's, so to speak, that's, right? That sounds terrible. <laughs> but, that's, but, it's, but it's the truth. Right. And right. so then you're going to be bringing in some of these, these artists then, and you're working with, with Al to do that, that for some people this will be the very first time they've ever had chances to hear them and hear them in this authentic format. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, example. I had a guy in the the other day, and he brings in a whole briefcase full of um, various pedals, and says, "All right, now how do I integrate these pedals in, into this in, into this audio board?" 
And I said, well, we can do that. It'll t take about four hours, but you can't directly do it where you just use them as pl plugins. Okay, so why don't we just do it with without it? Can can you just play without this? He says, well, I I I never have. I said, wow, and that that really that really amazed me. Okay, that yeah. he, he was a young man who was very very talented, but he'd never played without using. Um, let's say a new version of an Echoplex or some sort of pedal or gadget that manipulated the sound. Hmm. And that, I, I kind of felt sad for him. Yeah. You know? So what happened? Did he, did he work without the extra equipment? He did okay. Or, yeah, he, he survived? He, he did okay. <laughs> well, you know, you guys have uh, talked about a bit about the sound, the Northwest Arkansas sound, the Austin sound. And, and Al, you were instrumental in creating what became known as the Memphis sound. So I'm wondering, what kind of sound are you guys hoping to create or establish here? What do you think is going to come out of Northwest Arkansas? Well, first of all, let me make a point here and, and try to drive it home softly. Music is an art form. Mm -hmm. Music is art, A-R-T. It has never been treated that way in our industry. So we have to get back to that. Those of us that are moving now in the leadership position in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas and working together, we have to get back to getting art back in the marketplace once again, music as an art form, because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, when you talk about sound, a sound is created when one has a studio and he takes that studio and he has a group of musicians in and they develop a sound and it becomes that sound of that studio. Memphis sound wasn't Memphis sound, it was stack sound, but I just elected to change it from stack sound to the Memphis sound so that it would help build an industry in there and not focus on just one company. Right. But, but the, the, those that own those that own studios can build and create a sound which is made up of the musicians, the producer, the production person that heads that studio and owns that studio. And then music sounds can be created by the arranger of the arrangers in that area who work together that have a feel for what they want to create and produce and go into studios, various studios in the area and create and, and produce that kind of music. Now, what the Cosmic Cowboy is doing, he's really opening up his doors and saying, welcome, you all come and bring to me artistic, authentic music. That's what he's really saying. So out of that becomes a sound. And what is that sound? Oh, well, you're the only place you can find that is when you go by the Cosmic Cowboy because you can go in there and as long as your, your music is great and correct, and, and they can feel it and it feels good to them and they know it's something that people will want to hear and it's artistic, then you have, uh, then you have an opportunity to get that done. Because mm -hmm. you have so many artists out here today that have that kind of talent and no place to go. True. There's no welcome, there's no welcome mat out anywhere. So all we have to do is put the welcome mat out and make ourselves available and our talent available to them and work with them and we build uh, 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 a, a, a Bentonville, Rogers, Fayetteville, Northwest Arkansas sound and Arkansas sound, or a sound that's a combination of sounds that's different from any other sound that has existed in this country. True. Yeah. And you know, earlier you had mentioned that sometimes it's hard for people to see something so they're close, too close to it. And uh, you know, a lot of the studies you've done in Bentonville were done, you know, from afar by Albal Presents, while you guys were stationed out of the Little Rock area. Um, but I understand you're going to be getting a little bit closer to the regional music scene, correct? I'm in the music scene. I've been investing <laughs> my time and money in the music scene. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I mean geography-wise. No, no, I just haven't physically moved there yet simply because I haven't had time. <laughs> right, but you are indeed, Albell Presents is relocating to Bentonville, particularly it, it to invest in the development of the music scene there. Am I understanding that correctly? It is already investing in the music scene. It is already living in there, just doesn't have residence in there, but we are going to move, and I intend for that to be the last place I live while I'm on planet Earth. 
That's amazing. We'd welcome you to our community. That's fan- fantastic. <laughs> and then, so what will your role be then as far as helping them develop things and as, as they grow in the region, how will Albel Presents and yourself, of course, be contributing to that effort? Well, Al, being a pragmatic businessman, the first thing we have to do is build a business that's generating enough revenue to cover uh, our business operations on a certain level at a startup level and do what we are doing already in there. And that's working together with everyone to help them achieve their goals. We can achieve what we want to achieve by working together. There are things that we will bring to the table in terms of knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. And especially with me, my years of being around that others don't know in that, but we'll work with them and share with them our, my, my experiences, let me say my, my experiences and what have you, and discuss it back and forth. They may not do what I'm talking about doing, but it may cause them to think and open their creative minds up and come up with something that they hadn't come up with before. Mm-hmm. But mine is based not on academia, but exper- experience. And I want to share that we've gotten away from the fundamentals of the recorded music business and career development of artists we've gotten away from that and i want to see and influence others in causing that to happen we build a business to stay in business to work with others to make money and to work with others what are those fundamentals then that you guys need to be looking at and really focusing on well well, the first one was what uh, (laughs) the cosmic cowboy talked about <laughs> and they don't realize it. What he's putting down there in Fayetteville with that analog recording studio, because therein lies the fundamentals of music. That's how you capture on that tape. That's how you capture the the authentic sounds. And when you mix from that tape to really to an LP, first of all, on album, you end up capturing on tape what was actually heard and recorded in the studio. With a lot of this new technology, it compresses and makes changes to what the original sounds were like in the studio as the recording was made. And you don't really hear when you buy a piece of music what the authentic product sounded like. You don't hear certain frequencies, certain instruments, other nuances that makes it creative and all of that. So we'll be focusing on that. Okay. Perfect. So that was the first fundamental. What What are the others? Uh, well, the others uh, is, is about focusing on uh, uh, people and being able to figure out ways, regardless of what is taking place in the marketplace, not to say, okay, because there's a YouTube now and there's there's a Spotify and there's, there's all, all, all of these other platforms out here that we're going to record music based on what people are, are, are coming into those sites to hear. Well, we don't want to do that primarily. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to deal with artists that are authentic, capture the authenticity and the gift that's in that artist, make sure that there's a song written or that song artist writes a song that they can live and that the people will feel and that will impact and affect people. Because music is a healing property as well as a, a, a work of art. And, 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 and you'll know personally, I'm sure you've experienced this. When you hear a great piece of recorded music that you really love, you stop and it stops you from thinking about all of the other stuff that's in your mind. And you listen to that, <laughs> <laughs> you, you listen to that great piece of music and forget about all your other problems. There's something for it that the psychiatrist or the psychologist can't do <laughs> in, in, in three minutes or less. <laughs> so we'll be about the business of doing that in, 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 because we're free mm-hmm. in Bentonville. We don't have the major publicly held companies that will be providing the money for us to build our businesses, thereby in a position to dictate and tell us what we have to do. We're in a position to be free creatively, artistically, and come up with unique art. Right. You know, Bentonville, though, it, it's men, managed to maintain its kind of small town feel despite growth and uh, development with, you know, global industries such as um, Walmart. If it becomes a music destination, does it run the risk of losing some of its identity? Hmm. No. 
How so? No, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a matter of, of, of the thought processes of those that are working together in a leadership position to make sure that we maintain that which we're building now. Uh-huh. Because what we're building now is going to be what Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas and Arkansas is all about. When others come in, they'll be actually coming in to capture what we have there as okay. opposed to coming in to change what we have there. It's what we're doing that's going to attract and draw them there so we don't have that problem. But at the same time, we must always place emphasis on maintaining and preserving as well as perpetuating mm. that which we will have created. And as it evolves, that's what evolves from that. Right. Okay. And what can you guys tell me about the location of Bentonville and, and Northwest Arkansas as far as a thoroughfare? I understand that we attract a lot of talent simply because folks are passing through our direction and, and, and visiting our venues to perform, whereas they may not have normally sought them out. We just happen to be on the right road, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the first part of your question. So Northwest Arkansas is located in what I understand is sort of a thoroughfare between major music venues. And so we have a tendency to pick up acts that may not have come to the region or to perform somewhere like George's, perhaps in Fayetteville, or the bike rack in Bentonville, simply because they're passing through the region. How much does that really benefit us in the end? Well, sure, it benefits us both ways. It benefits us because now as business people, we're able to uh, have those artists come in and perform in, in, in Northwest Arkansas because of where, where it's located. So it makes it easier for them to pick up extra money that right. they could use in most instances. And we can get them at a better price because we're providing that service given our location to them. But at the same time, it puts us in a position where those areas that they will have come from, whether it's Austin, whether it's Tulsa, whether it's uh, Lake Charles, whether it's Memphis, Tennessee, or wherever, it puts us in a position where we can now start developing and creating artists in our area there in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas and send them, market them back into those other areas so they can go from Bentonville back to those other areas because of where we are situated and located. Right. So that's, that sets, automatically sets up an easy place for them if we market and promote and popularize them in those areas, it automatically opens them up for, and cost-effectively opens them up for, for, for concert performances in those areas. Oh, I see. Okay, great. Right. So, it, it, in other words, it would make it easier if, if they're going, let's say, east to west or vice, vice versa to stop off here on an off night rather than having to drive north to Kansas City or south to Dallas then. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah. And, and easier for us to take our artists that we create there and send them back to Kansas City. Absolutely. North and south of Dallas. Right. <laughs> yes. It's, it's and all we have to do is just think like that and begin to market artists like that and know we have that opportunity. Well, have you guys seen any breakout artists uh, in the area right now that you think have the potential to go a little bit further than the local community? I have. I have too. What can you tell me about that? I've uh, uh, there's a there's a band here that I, I think is going to do very very well. They're lo- local. They're, they're called Arkansas. If you have oh, not seen, I've seen them. them, I've seen them perform twice and, now. The um, and I <laughs> my what my fear is that that they'll leave. I want them to stay here. <laughs> so yeah, that's really a great case in point because we are small and there's always that attractional aspect to bigger music venues that could launch someone's career in their mind's eye faster than we right. could here. Right. That's that's a great point. Yeah. You know, is is can we what once when a hit a threshold what can we do to help them to not leave? Well, you know. what's the answer to that question? I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> Al, yeah, but, 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 it's, to, it's to do what we're doing. Okay. You see, that's what I mean about my, 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 my legacy that I want to leave about the future and not about the past. We've had some of the greatest talent in this industry to come out of Arkansas and have to go someplace else uh, to, to realize success. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I'm, this, I mean, regardless of the genre of music going all the way back to Louis Jordan, and Sister Rosetta Tharp, and back during that era, I mean, country, country and western, as they called it, jazz, great jazz artists, 
great blues artists, you name it, all genres in the state, but they had to go someplace else. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to build a place for them to come. Where they and that's in Bentonville in Northwest Arkansas. Right. Perfect. And then after after recording, and the, 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 the challenge is, once you get them recorded and get that music, uh, that content produced, it's then taking on and understanding how to market them in the marketplace to create the demand for sales of the product and at the same time use the sales and that marketing to create demand for their performances because their career is that of a performing artist and not a recording artist. Right. Got it. <laughs> the recording is just additional advertising and marketing for them. And we can do that. We know how to do it. And I have a group of people with me that are experts at that. And, and it won't take long. And there are people in there that know. So I've already talked to them. They just need a little bit of direction and we're going to give it to them. And they will take off. It's a matter of us getting the artist for them. Uh, out of that area and they will take off fast because the demand is out there we don't have the great performing artists today which is why you see so many of the known artists of yesteryear if you will performing today because they already have a fan base and they can bring that artist into the venue and for one of a better word put butts in the seat <laughs> but with these these new artists out here today another one sounded like the other one once you go see a concert, well, that person doesn't want to see them anymore because it didn't entertain them. That's the end of that. Well, right. we can change that, uh, and we're in a position to change it because no one else is thinking like that now. Well, there's some people thinking like that, but they're, they're artists themselves or managers and some entrepreneurs, but they don't have the money that they need to, one, produce the product, and two, to market and distribute the product and three, know how to build the careers for the artists. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to be about the business of doing in our music ecosystem and music industry in, in, in Bentville and Northwest Arkansas. And my next move now, given, because I'm so excited. I mean, <laughs> I, I see all of the things that are being done, I mean, with Northwest Arkansas Council, and then bringing in sound diplomacy. Well, you know, bringing in sound diplomacy to build, help build a music city, that's serious. I mean, that's a serious commitment in uh, and, 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 and doing that. And, and what's happening with the House of Songs, that's, that's and, and, and Troy is serious about what he's doing. That takes us global because he's bringing in writers from outside, and about, from about 14, I think 14 different countries mm-hmm. into Bentonville to work with writers and artists there. So that's putting us and giving us access to talent in, 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 in those other countries of, of, around the world. And, and it puts us in a position where all we have to do now is be about the business of dealing with authentic artists, marketing and distributing them, and not just being concerned about the dollar. Certainly being concerned about the dollar because you want to build and maintain and grow a business but give more consideration now to the artists and building their careers. Right. And, you know, for our listeners, House of Songs is a, a residential location in Bentonville where individuals can come, songwriters can come and stay for four to 11 days, produce music, interact with the community, perform in local venues. And it's, it's just one more aspect of collaboration. And, and then, Al, it, it sounds like, too, that what Bentonville's got going on, you know, they have songwriters, they have marketers, they have recording studios, they have venues in which people can perform. So it sounds like they have a lot of the collaboration or the, the different organizations they need to collaborate to really start building towards success they have all of all of that just need to be pulled together right and, and working together and told about each other right and, and are those what, measures being taken to build that collaboration say that say that again are please. those measures being taken to build that collaboration yeah yeah that's happening and that's what I'm about how so I mean, that's what my that's my, my whole career and my life is about pulling people together working together I'm not a musician. I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't carry a tune <laughs> in a vacuum pack can. I'm a businessman. I love music. I love what it does for and to people. And I recognize gifts in people. That's my God-given gift to recognize gifts in others. Mm-hmm. And I'm about the business of pulling people together uh, to get them to work together to, to achieve the bigger picture. So I'm busy doing that. That's why I'm in there so much. 
Right. I mean, I'm, I'm investing time and money in there doing that on my own because I see it there. And if I didn't see it, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Al, you and, and I have had multiple conversations on this issue of streaming. And you said once that you thought that this collaboration between Bentonville, Fayetteville, this whole area was going to create a new market and that you believe that there was going to be a new market for CDs and for vinyl. And I, I can concurred with that. And a, a lot of folks don't uh, agree with that. Can you address that? Well, what, what they're missing is they're being programmed by the, the business policies of the major public corporations. There's a demand for CDs. People want CDs. It's just that the major publicly held companies decided and they said to Target and to the other large retailers, we're not going to manufacture CDs anymore. So all of a sudden Target and the other major the retailers rather said, well, no more CDs. That was controlled by the majors. But that didn't have anything to do with the person out there that had their CD player at home or CD player in their car and them wanting CDs. They haven't, people haven't changed. It is changing things on people, but that demand is still there. They said many years ago that and that 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 LPs of vinyl was dead. Uh -huh. Well, we see that vinyl being resurrected after we've gone through the A-track, the cassette, the CDs, and now all of a sudden vinyl is back again. It Part better not be. It better not be dead. <laughs> no, I hope not. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I just bought my husband a turntable, so no, it better not be. No, not only are they not dead, you have the manufacturers out here now. And there's one out of New York who has a great piece of product where, where you can play your, your, your LPs on it. And if you want to download from your LP to your CD, you can mm -hmm. do that in that same piece of equipment. You can put your cassette player in it. And, and, and so it can play all, all of those. And it has AM and FM radio on it, that one piece of product. So I said, somebody has been sitting back watching what's going on out here and not being confused by this propaganda and the position that these major publicly held companies are taking, they realize you're walking away from the people just to do, and in the, in the process, the way they're structured, they can make a lot of money because they're not having to pay anybody. But at the same time, what they're doing is they're denying the consumer and changing what the, what, what the consumer wants. All we have to do is make CDs available, but more importantly, is have a piece of recorded music product on that CD that that consumer works, won't want, and they will buy that CD. Perfect. Right. But, you know, um, Ben, you were telling me that's considerably more expensive to produce vinyl and to create analog content. So is, is. that going to trickle down to the consumer? Well, say, yes, say, yes but, but I think, uh, and I, I think Al would agree, a, a person who is um, a, a music con connoisseur who collects vinyl al albums they, they will pay the price for it would you yep. not agree with that al uh, no 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 question about it because one they get it they're hearing the fullness of the sum total of the music that was captured in the recorded studio you you don't you don't you don't lose uh you don't lose that much just a fragment when you transfer a master and 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 press it on 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 an lp Right. You get you get ninety nine point nine percent of that sound that was actually there in the studio. Even with CDs and digital downloads, they compress it. So you think, and you don't know any difference because you don't know what the real sound overall sounded like in the studio. But what we have to get back to doing is making that available to them through LPs. And as they listen to LPs, I hear many of these uh, uh, hip hop artists and and and, and others uh, saying to me. Well, I thought that was John Doe's song where they had copied something, <laughs> you know, and when they heard the original, oh my God, I didn't know that song sounded like that. Or if they had, had heard it on a CD and finally heard it on an LP, they heard things on the LP that they didn't hear on the CD. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, if folks wanted to get a better understanding of this, I understand, Ben, you have an event coming up in the next few weeks that they can come down and check out Cosmic Cowboy and, and, and get a better understanding of Stacks and Al Bell's history too, I understand. Right, and Al, we can, 
we're going to be having what the the Stacks Museum event at our studio during the Roots Fest, right? Right. Love it. And that's I'm that's that's, that's the twenty third and the twenty fourth. We're going to do it twice, but back to back, which is a Saturday and a Sunday. And the studio is located where? And and the studio is at three twenty two West Meadow, in Fayetteville. And I wish I had a time for you, but I don't. But the schedule is going to be in the pa- the Sunday paper. Oh, this Sunday's paper. This Sunday's edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat. Yes. Event? Yes. Okay, awesome. Thanks for again for keeping me gainfully employed. I appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, what kind of things can uh, the community look forward to uh, seeing when they stop by? Well, that's that's our show. It's uh, tell well, the name what, of the what, show, what, Al. What, what it is, uh, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, it's the Hot Buttered Soul. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, anniversary celebration, uh, the fiftieth anniversary celebration of that particular album, which was done and produced by me on Isaac Hayes. It was produced at a time when, in the recorded music industry, you were not supposed to record a song any longer than two minutes and thirty seconds. Okay. Maximum three minutes. Well, with Isaac Hayes, the first song on it. By the time I get to Phoenix, which is the country song done by this black artist who is as far from country as left is from right. Uh, during by the time I get to Phoenix, which was 18 minutes and 40 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> and only four songs on, on the entire album. And when they were saying blacks couldn't sell albums because black consumers didn't purchase albums, well, we ended up with, at that point in time, one of the biggest selling albums in the industry with only four songs when you're supposed to have 10. <laughs> and, and and Isaac Hayes rapping as he rapped and sang at that point in time and had that soul music in the background with the Detroit Philharmonic Orchestra performing around him. And I'll explain all of that. Uh, uh, and when you hear it, as a matter of fact, as I explain it myself, now I realize, well, my God, did I really do all of that? I was thinking like that and talking like that. And it's a, it's a phenomenal sound. It changed the sound of music and a change in the industry and a change as it relates to popular music and it also influenced artists to start doing thematic albums it gave rise to some of, and stevie one that admitted it his songs in the key of life and right. the same with michael jackson as a matter of fact uh the first title by the time i get to phoenix the first time i met michael jackson michael jackson looked up to me and said by the time I get to Phoenix, <laughs> that's how, how he was explaining and saying to me, one, the impact that that song and that production had on him, and it influenced him and create, freed him up in his thinking uh, as to what he could do in, recorded mu- in recording recorded music himself. Wouldn't have been able to do it with one of the major companies, but fortunately he was a very Gordy and very Gordy, being an independent entrepreneur you know, allowed him to go on and, and do what he did. Right. But it was a game changer and and, and, a, and a big big shift in the marketplace at that point in time. And I didn't know it only in retrospect that I was really disrupting the industry. Didn't know it. Only in retrospect do I understand it now. Well, but plus, that's how different it was. Plus, that's a, that's a Jimmy Webb tune. Yeah! <laughs> which, was, which, was, which was a hit song by Glenn Campbell. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Who is from Arkansas? <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> so, and, so you shook it up then, and it sounds like you're going to shake up the music industry just a little bit more all over again, huh, Mr. Bell? I declare, you say that, <laughs> I do declare. And, and, that, and that gentleman that's sitting there with you, I wish I was with that with the three of you, uh, the, two, the two of you rather, uh, uh, that gentleman sitting next to you is about the business of doing that. He's been about the business of doing that as well as I know, ever since I first met him, the way he started talking to me. <laughs> when I heard the doctor talk, I fell in love with Cosmic Cowboy, so I call him that. But when I heard him talk about this music, how he thought about this music, and how he played this music, his approach to playing, and the, author, the authenticity in him, I said, this is somebody I love. It was like meeting Jim Stewart, uh, who, who was the founder of Stacks founder of Stacks Records all over again when I met Dr. Mead. 
Well, and that's got to be cold spirits for you, Ben, too. And yeah. I know you mentioned there were aspects of Cosmic Cowboy that were actually inspired by stacks. Sure. I um, uh, in the in the building, uh, and Al Al hasn't seen this completed yet, but I actually put upstairs on the mezzanine level two different areas where I can put four horn players or eight <laughs> horn players or four singers or eight si singers up on top like they did at the old building there, Al. Uh, <laughs> so they're elevated. Wow. Yeah, I ripped you off bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. That means it lives on and it's starting a new life. I'm glad and, and, and excited beyond explanation about being able to work with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we talk the same language. <laughs> well, I saw, it, I saw it in the movie, and I said, that solves my problem right there, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, gentlemen, we're getting close to the end of our time together today. I just want to see, is there anything about this topic, Bentonville music, regional music, that we haven't touched on that you guys think is really important to mention today? Well, yeah. I, just, I just want to say that I think, you know, it's it's taken a long time for this thing to to come to where where it is, and um, and I think the both of us plan on being around a long time, right, Al? Yes, and sir. I want to see this thing happen. I want to see it ha happen, and thank God we're both on the same page, and we're not saying we're we're going to be the next this or the next this or the next this. We're going to be who we are with our own identity and i think that we agree on that and that's what we good. do that's 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 the goods that's that's where the power is i think al any last uh, thoughts for us uh, yeah i want to tell you there isn't another city uh in america where this is taking place which what is being done in bentonville affecting and influencing the whole of northwest arkansas this isn't happening any place else in america today uh, and, and more importantly, and I'm saying that from a creative standpoint, an artistic standpoint, but more importantly, is being backed by the, the financial community. Well, if you, as creative and people and those that deal with art, if you have that kind of backing and you have a commitment from the leadership in the city, which isn't easy to get, because you have to fight to get the leaders to support music. They love it, but to support it, we don't understand it. But they're making money with it and all of that. But that's not the case in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. And that's what has me so excited. I've had to fight it the other way around where you have to go and convince them to do. I mean, it, I fought Memphis forever and a day to try to get them to see what Bentonville is doing. <laughs> today <laughs> so it's like that's why i say it's like a no-brainer right and i didn't think I, I didn't think i'd live to see anything like this in a city and in this industry yeah well i have to say it's very exciting to be at the beginning of something i can't wait to see what this becomes i, I really appreciate both of your speaking into this um well today. thank you no thank you and and i i wish you both the best of success i can't wait to talk to you more in the future Okay. Please do. Thank you very much. Okay. Al, I'll, I'll All see right. you soon, okay? All right, Dr. Mead. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Have a wonderful thank day. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thanks, Mary. All right. All right. Bye now.